Let's preview tonight's Spurs-Wizards game. What is the Spurs blueprint? Let's take some of your Locked On Spurs fan comments. You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, this is Hot Rod. And I'm RC from the Cybertron Spurs. And you're listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. We're right here on the Lockdown NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you all back. Happy Monday, everybody. Hope you all had a great restful week, weekend, and a week as well. Get through it. And, uh, yeah, we thank you for being an everydayer and coming here to Lockdown Spurs, your first and only stop for all things San Antonio Spurs. Subscribe on YouTube, Ken's 5 Plus app, iTunes, Spotify. The list goes on and on. Hey, what are we talking about today? We're going to be quickly previewing tonight's game, Spurs-Wizards. Can they get three wins in a row? Spurs, we'll find out. And then bring in our guest, Casey Vieira. We're going to be discussing what is the Spurs blueprint for the rest of the rebuild and going forward. And we're going to address some of your Locked On Spurs fan YouTube comments. And just a quick heads up, Casey, as you all know, he's a new dad. And actually, he cannot do, well, pretty much for this point on, he can't do video. So he did an audio interview. So that's coming up next. So just a heads up, it is an audio uh, portion with Casey. But about today's game, let's dig into it. Let's see what the Spurs and Wizards have cooking for us tonight at the Frost Center. The Spurs come into tonight's game 10-36. and 36. The Wizards are 8-37. and 37. Now the Spurs are 1-0 versus the Wizards this season. Let's rewind the clock. The Spurs are coming off a home win. Uh, against the Wolves, 113 to 112. It was a very thrilling game. I was there. Let me tell you, that Frost Center was just rocking. Uh, Victor Wimbayama, 23 points and 10 rebounds. Sohan had 13 points, four rebounds. Kelton Johnson had 14 off the bench. Denver Sell had 25 points in the win. Trey Jones, 12 points, 11 assists. And uh, as far as the uniform watch is concerned, the Spurs will be in their association edition jerseys. All right, so what are we watching out for? In tonight's game. Well, we'll always start with the uh, visiting team, the, the Spurs opponent. So we'll do that again. Uh, keep around that scoreboard. Washington has scored 120 plus points in five of the last six meetings against the Spurs. So the Spurs got to have that defense going. Try to slow that down. Yeah, it seems when Washington plays the Spurs, they look to light up the scoreboard. Now, the good news is, is that uh, the uh, the Wizards, they don't fare well versus Western Conference team this season. This is their record versus the West, 2-10. and 10. That bodes well for your Spurs tonight, so keep an eye on that. And finally, when it comes to uh, the Wizards facing teams that are below 500, like your Spurs, um, they actually don't fare well as well. They're actually 50%. They're 6-12. and 12. So they struggle against uh, teams that are just as struggling as they are. So good news for the Spurs. Now, San Antonio, maybe it's bad news. Uh, again, you know, just as much as the Wizards struggle against Western Conference teams, Spurs struggle against Eastern Conference teams. The Spurs are 3-16 and 16 this season against East teams. So, yeah, again, you know, not a good sign for the Spurs. And so I, I went ahead and just said, you know what? Well, if the Wizards struggle against sub-500 teams, how about the Spurs? How do they fare against sub-500 teams? Get the, they're also six and twelve, so something's got to give tonight. Somebody's going to get uh, closer to above uh, at five hundred and above. So the, yeah, the Spurs are six and twelve versus teams with the below five hundred record. There's your quick Spurs Wizards uh, preview coming up next. Casey Vieira joining me, my colleague at Ken's Five. We're going to be discussing what is the Spurs blueprint 
moving forward and then address a couple of the Lockdown Spurs fan YouTube comments. Passion, drive, patience. That's what brings home a winning trophy. It also keeps your ride or die pretty much alive. Yeah. eBay Motors has everything that you need to maintain your vehicle and live it all up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED, LED headlights, and so much more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. And with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you need, what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit the first time, your ride every time, or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're you're pretty rubber, not cash. So with all the parts that you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home the win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply, eBay guarantee fit, only available to U.S. customers. Hey, I want to talk about FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl uh, to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sundays is about scoring the best seats from the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. Hey, look, Super Bowl Sunday, I mean, my goodness, it's all about the game, the food, the commercial, the friends, the competition, the trash talk. It's all there. It's all fun. Hey, look, you can transition all that fun as well into, uh, well, making bets, Super Bowl bets. So FanDuel has a way, many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Right now, not only can you place bets on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers, well, you join a day and you'll get no, $200. That's right, $200 in bonus bets for if your first bet of $500 uh, or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sports book, partner of the NFL. And we are back right here on Locked On Spurs with Casey Vieira, my colleague at Ken's Five. Follow him on X at Casey underscore Vieira. Casey, welcome back. Thank you for having me, my friend. It feels like it's been a minute, right? It feels like I it's say been that every, But then again, I don't don't we always kind of say that every time? I, like we go on and then it ends up only being like 10 days tops. Yeah, like a week <laughs> or something like that passes by. Yeah, uh, it goes by. But, so far uh, for the I'm, course. Exactly. Well, I'm glad you are back um, and uh, talk some Spurs basketball, throw you some fan comments left on the Lockdown Spurs YouTube page. Got some good ones for you. Got some good ones for you. But first up, Casey Mm -hmm. uh, Popovich, uh, you know, he knows that the Spurs are still rebuilding, even though he should have said that from the get go on media day. But nevertheless, we know what it is. They're still building. We get that. Fine. But in the recent after the recent game versus Thunder last last week now, uh he was asked about you know the Thunder and their rebuild and how they come along and he was glowing about them, saying, Yeah, Sam Presti, look at the job he's doing with the draft, look at their veterans, look at their young guys, everything. It seems to me he definitely appreciates and respects what Oklahoma City is doing now to get them 
as of this recording to the top of the West. I mean, they're what tied for first in the in the Western Conference. Um, right. The big the big question here is that the blueprint the Spurs should follow, or should the Spurs just use their own blueprint and create one in their rebuild? It, it seems to me you you see a lot of Spurs fans say, "Oh no, follow the the Kings path, follow the Thunder path, follow the Magic path." Should the Spurs be following any path or just make their one of their own? I think kind of make one of themselves and maybe use elements of it, so to speak, of Oklahoma City, because never in our lives, and this sounds dramatic, I'm sure we can dig back at some point, but in very recent history, I should say, modern history, have we seen a team just hoard picks the way that the Thunder have over the past, really, what year? So what year was the Paul George trade? That was 18? 18, yeah. 2019, 2019. Yeah. So summer of 2019. So since then, we have seen these guys just hoard picks after picks after picks. And to a lesser extent, the Spurs are doing that. They are hoarding picks, not to the degree that Oklahoma City did, but it's worked out. And then on the, on the thought process of, of giving it time to develop, of course, that's been the crutch word here for however many years now that fans love. But if that is the route, yeah, you got to do it. Thankfully for them, they're in a spot where they have one shining star, truly shining star in the Waitons and Victor, just like it was for Oklahoma City at the time when even before they had Chet and they had, it was just SGA. That was one guy they were ready to build around. Chet came into the equation and maybe something like that does come into the equation this offseason, this draft, and the Spurs can pull off something like that. So while yeah. I think it's just way too difficult to go mm-hmm. the Oklahoma City route, because I think a lot of people are looking at that on the other side of the, of the coin, and they're saying, yeah. no, we're not going to let you – we're not going to do you any favors. We're not going to keep giving you all these picks and some of these deals. Sure. We need something back. Yeah. So, so the book will be out on a certain point. But kind of doing it the way – that they're doing tinkering along the way and incorporating the Oklahoma city element to it. Yeah. I don't think that's a terrible route to go at this point uh, for, right. for what they have uh, presently constructed and what's reasonably out there for them mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. Because and also if we're, honest, if we're being honest, there's no immediate fix with this team right now. There's yeah. Not. yeah. yeah. So. And well, that's the thing, Casey, they do they have an opportunity for an immediate fix because of the draft picks they have and the young players that they can flip. Uh, now, you, you know, you look at two different circumstances. Sure, Popovich, you know, uh, applaud, you know, the the Thunder for what they've done to bring that team, uh, I mean, out of their, I guess, their big three era with Duncan, Durant, and Harden, you know, then out of the Paul George era, you know, then now where they are now in the SGA era and now with Chet. But there's a common thread, uh, well, I say a common thread, more like a thing that Oklahoma City did was they swung for the fences. They mm-hmm. got SGA. They got, and now look, I don't think anybody knew SGA was going to be SGA when he came from the Clippers. No. I mean, no. 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 Not even the Clippers. I, I mean, all star potential, sure, yeah. but top, top eight to 10. MVP, yeah. MVP, no. But the point is, is that they have something on their roster that the Spurs don't. They're going to have that. Is that a bona fide all-star? Wemby will be that eventually, but SGA is that now. And they've added veterans, you know, Lou Dort. They drafted Smart, uh, Jalen Williams, uh, Chad Holmgren. But if I look at, like, 
the the suspects here, like the blueprints, like the Kings, uh, the Thunder, or the Magic. Um, I think you're right. I think you've got to borrow a little bit from everything, but forge their own because they have Wimby. They have their path is different because of Wimby. I think it was Mo Wagner or the Magic, Casey. You know, you know, they're they're obviously better now. They're they're definitely years ahead of the Spurs right now. And he said in the post game conference, he goes, "Yeah, it took us about two to three years to get here." Perhaps that's like the biggest stepping stone right now for the Spurs rebuild is just laying the foundation of patience because this is not going to happen next month, maybe not even next year, Casey. Well, they're going to have to be because this year is already a wash. Yeah, it's done. So, it's I mean, that's, yeah. yeah, I mean, so that's one year you got to be patient. And then next year, the only way is up. You know, I, I do think something needs to be done in terms of them making a move. I've kind of been in that camp mm-hmm. for a while. I know it might sound a little contradictory, but it just feels like there's too much of of the same thing at times, mm-hmm. and there's just a lot of imbalance. And maybe that changes in the draft, and they draft, and presumably they draft a point guard if they don't trade mm-hmm. the seller or Keldon Johnson mm-hmm. if they don't do that. But I, th- I do think there is an element where they have to be assertive and shake things up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. And 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 if it means dealing some of these familiar faces that people know and love for the betterment, you got to do it. I mean, very few players, very few players in this league have the untied the 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 label of being untouchable. They have one. Everybody else on that on that team is not touchable. And sometimes there's hard decisions to be made in order for the betterment of the franchise. I mean, look, this summer, and I know the Celtics are the Celtics are light years ahead of where the Spurs are in development, but general idea of the concept of, of trading fan favorites. I mean, Marcus Smart was a god in that city, and they traded mm-hmm. him and Robert Williams, also a well-liked player, yep. among other parts, and it turned that into Porzingis and Justin Holliday, uh, Drew Holiday fell right Drew in Holiday, their yeah. lap tough decision that was made moving fan favorites that they all know and love, but the betterment of the team, they're a hell of a lot better. Even something to a smaller magnitude that you look at the Knicks with the OG and Anobi deal. Fans, they mm-hmm. loved quickly. They loved quickly. Loved RJ Barrett, not to the degree they love quickly, but they loved those two guys. And they get OG and Anobi and they're 11 and 2 over the past 13 or something like that. So, and I guess even on the Toronto side of that as well, those fans loved OG, but they needed a point guard, so they went out and they got Emmanuel quickly, who, by the way, I would love Spurs to make a large push at in the offseason. Yeah. I don't know if they will. That's a different conversation we'll have on another Locked On. Yeah. But point True. being, though, when it comes to making tough decisions for the betterment of the franchise, a lot of the guys you know, you like, you've grown to love, there's a chance they're not going to be here. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if it means and, that, the Spurs need to do yeah. it. The Spurs definitely need to do it. Yeah. I look at the Spurs situation and something's going to have to give. You know, as you mentioned, they cannot be holding on to these picks. I was shocked they haven't even traded some of them by now at all, especially on draft night, this past draft night, or even draft night before, uh, the last season, two seasons ago. So although their path is set, we know the course, and the course is going to be Wimby Avenue. That's it. You're going to build around him. And what did Pop say this season? Maybe like a month ago, he said, 
part of also a rebuild is looking at you what you got on the roster and trying to sift out who's going to stick moving forward. So these guys are on notice that, hey, you may not be in San Antonio next season. And would you be surprised that this is a complete overhaul? Or do you think they're just going to tinker uh, in the offseason? Well, I remember probably almost the exact wording that you said, <laughs> that you said to me this time last year. And I was like, oh, it's going to be a completely yeah. different team next year. And it's not a completely different team next year. Nope. Uh, not so same logic, team. Yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it pretty much is. Yeah. Obviously, Victor the exception, but it's the same team. I think, I think it'll be different this time next year. Because uh, yeah. I've been of the belief that even though things have gone miserably for the extent from a win-loss standpoint, I've gone miserably wrong. I've always felt that this year was about seeing who works around Victor and who doesn't work around Victor. And yeah. what we've learned, there's a whole lot that does not work around Victor. I mean, you look at the record right now, it speaks exactly to that. So the mm -hmm. same general principle of what this season for me, I think kind of means this. it feels the same or I feel the same about that. But as a result, kind of piggybacking off what they're saying, now it's a matter of them being assertive. And like Pop said, the paraphrase here, ident identifying what's the long-term and yeah. short-term thing here that's going to work. And I think I can only thing I can do is kind of hold them to that and buy into what they're doing that into them saying that, uh, though, that being able to do that is becoming less and less more confident in seeing them actually follow through. But mm -hmm. the fact that hearing pop say that, not that I'm looking for any sort mm -hmm. of validation because of it, you know what I mean? But essentially validating the, my thought process with it was saying this is a matter of sifting out what's going to work here with Victor for the future. That sure. only tells me that, yeah, that that's the plan, not as much the crutch word development, but just seeing what works around this guy. And if something's mm -hmm. there in February, you make a move. If something's mm -hmm. there in the summer, you make a move because there's so many holes on this team right now. And I, mm -hmm. I under get it. We're, I, I understand. I get it. We're all, we're all prisoners of the moment. We want to see, things change on a drop of a you know the drop of a hat but it just doesn't work that way they're not going to force themselves into a into a deal that is not going to better the team that's just not that's not the way it works but what they've learned right now is that a lot of things don't work around victor and, and they and, will there i think a move is coming i do yeah yeah I do. I, and and that's I, why so i don't think they're going to be hyperactive at the trade deadline. I think the usual suspects are going to be thrown out there in the reports, McDermott, so uh, um, Graham, uh, Osmond. But I think they're going to, I think if they're going to swing it for the fences, it'll be this offseason draft day. I agree. Yeah, they're, they're, they're positioned to get another top five pick. You know, it's going to happen. But right. in a watered down draft. So, you know, the rebuild will continue. But you look at you know what Pop had said. You know, you know the GM uh, Sam Presti. You, you know, you look. He was saying, you know, get the players they got. One thing he also has been saying lately is that these kids don't understand. And I, I would give you a good example. So Sean Elliott, 
was a guest on uh, San Antonio Sports Stars, The Blitz. And they were talking with him about the current roster. And Elliot, I thought this was very interesting, said that he had spoken to Popovich saying like, hey, you used to run this particular play with me and Timmy and Tony and Manu, and it would always work. You know, we need a quick bucket. It'll always work. It was something where Tim would just find a way to give it to Tony. Tony would be cutting across. And it was a certain play. I think it was called floppy four or some floppy down, something like that. Yeah. And, and it was interesting. According to Elliot, Pop's response was, "This these, these kids just don't get it. And I thought that was very interesting because what if yeah. this rebuild, this blueprint, this oh, for all the OKC pad, whatever, what if it's just, just it's like what are we doing? It's just, it's like what yeah, we, it's it, like it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah, it's like the food tastes it it yeah, the food tastes bad, so my dinner tastes bad, but I also bought the wrong things to put it together. You know, I tried yeah, like, uh, I, I I tried I tried to make an Alfredo sauce out of butter. Yeah, yeah. It's that scene from you know? The Simpsons where Homer is making cereal and explodes it to fire. Yeah. 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 yeah no, I, I knew I I I heard the exact same thing. The, the, I knew what you were I knew what you were referring to. And yeah. It's it's tough not to be critical, but like okay, the general idea of that they're not getting it. Yeah. I understand that it something's not registering. But then it the onus kind of turns to, well, you, you know, you were the guys who picked these <laughs> guys. These are yeah, all you, Brian Wright, Bob. Yeah, you were the everybody. one that decided to employ these people. And uh, I just <laughs> that quote itself, just it is paraphrase. The idea of it is just wild. But I think what they do here is that they don't, as going back to the trade deadline, I, I think they milk it as hard as they can with the with the Vassells, the Keldins, mm-hmm. the Jeremy Sohans, yeah. the guys who they want to get it, try to hammer it as long as they can. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of those guys are moved at, at the deadline. I think yeah. they're all. I think they're all here. Yeah. And then summer. And then summertime. Summertime is where we see things get have a little bit start to have a little bit of fun, and maybe they. You know, maybe they make the move to get some of the guys who actually get it. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. He is Casey Vieira. Make sure to follow my next ad, Casey underscore Vieira. He's my colleague at Ken's Five. He'll talk to you about what is going on on the sports desk later on on this episode. When we get back, uh, we're going to throw some Lockdown Spurs YouTube fan comments Casey's way. We're going to get his reaction. That's next right here on Lockdown Spurs. This is Emily Swallow, and you are listening to Lockdown Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Hey, I want to talk to you about quiz.com. You heard that right. Quiz with three eyes. This episode of Lockdown Spurs is brought to you by Quiz. Today, we're going to have some fun and test your Spurs knowledge. So we'll give you a question real fast. Should be an easy one for you. Uh, which coach has led the Spurs to all five titles in their franchise history? Yeah, simple as that. You want to go to Quiz right now? Get that app. Quiz with three eyes is the next generation trivia experience. It's also the world's first platform where you can earn money playing knowledge games. And for Lockdown Spurs fans, they even created an NBA quiz game where you can test your knowledge and win real cash. Play with friends, other fans, let your knowledge shine all the way to the bank. You can play without downloading any time. 
Just go to app.quiz.com, three eyes, and start playing today. NBA Quiz is the ultimate knowledge challenge for fans that live and breathe basketball. Now, Popovich, right? Yeah, that was the, the answer to it. I mean, seriously, you can have so much fun using Quiz right now. Look, give it a try. Go tell us what your experience is. Guarantee you're going to have fun with it. Hey, maybe you can even compete with me and other Spurs fans. You want to go to app.quiz.com to test your knowledge and win cash today. That's quiz with three eyes, just like the three-pointer. Play now. Showcase your skills. Take home that cash. Take home some prizes. App.quiz.com, where fans become champions. Hey, San Antonio, do you stay up late catching the end of the Spurs game and in need of a pick-me-up? Look no further than Muslinger's drive through coffee. Muslinger's is a locally owned independent coffee shop, and they're proud to make delicious coffee for our community. They do it fast. They do it friendly. So you can get on with your day. So whether you're in the mood for the latte, cold brew, Red Bull-infused lightning bolt series, they have drinks for every taste. They also have a wide selection of dairy alternatives, low-calorie options, even caffeine-free drinks for those who just want to take it easy. I go to Muslingers. I love going to Muslingers. The, I mean, Tom out there, uh, he is such a friendly guy. Uh, you know, he, he owns, operates, runs all the whole show there. Friendly staff, great menu, many donuts. San Antonio loves it. If you're in San Antonio, you want to go there right now. Swing by Muslingers drive through Coffee for a tasty and convenient caffeine fix. Located at 2404,000 Oaks Drive near 21 to 1604. Open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Five-star reviews. Find them on X, Threads, Facebook, TikTok. I mean, there you are everywhere. And who knows, maybe you can give them an idea and they'll make a drink in your honor. Life is too short for a bland coffee. Go to Muslinger's drive through Coffee right now. And we're back on Lockdown Spurs with Casey Vieira, the only man in this planet, this galaxy, this world that can slow down Victor Wimbayama. Is that true? Huh. Huh. <laughs> huh. Hey, you got dad powers now. You got dad strength. I do. You have, I know. You have dad. You have a dad body. Well, I hope you don't have a dad body, but if uh, you do, I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> the, metab- the metabolism ain't what it used to be. I will say that. Just don't pull a Luka Doncic and kick people out of the uh, arena for making fun of. Did you see what I did? Did you see what I tweeted at you the other day in response? To that? No, no. What happened? So Luca, as we know, Luca gets the guy kicked out for call, what you called him fat on a on a treadmill. Oh, no, treadmill. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're tired. Need to go on a treadmill. So my niece, my niece, six years old, six year old niece, love her to death. I don't know where she learned some of the stuff that comes out of her mouth, but so I'm told that's what happens with kids. Dead straight face, straight face comes up to me. She goes, you know, you're a dad now. You have to get, you have to get jacked because you're a dad. I'm like, girl, I'm running like an eight minute mile these days. Where are you getting this from? I was like, you're going to be my trainer. No, take a yoga class or something. I'm like, okay, what? fine. Is she trying to tell you something <laughs> without telling you something? Yeah, I know. I was like, I was like, get out of my house, kid. Yeah, get out of here. Get out of here, niece. Well, come back <laughs> when I need a babysitter, though. Come back when I need a babysitter. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, exactly. Come back Come back when I need a babysitter in like seven years and mom and dad got to yeah. go out. In the meantime, leave me alone. Nobody asked your opinion, girl. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, we're going to hit. This is Casey. what it's all about, Jeff. This is what exactly. I have to look forward to. Yeah. So much fun, Casey. So much fun in the years ahead for you. Mm-hmm. All right. 
Let's go ahead and dive into some Lockdown Spurs fan comments. Uh, we're going to pick a couple and get uh, our reaction to what you're saying about the silver and black. And the first one up, get it here, is from, you're going to love this name, is from Nunya Business. Okay? Yeah, that's what I should have told her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he wants to know, or he's making a statement, and get, get your thoughts on this. He goes, it's not even close anymore. He's talking about the Rookie of the Year race between Chet and Victor. He, Victor, has made a statement against Chet. Agree or disagree? Yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think it's a race. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I think logic. I think logic is going to prevail here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think logic is. I would think. I would think at at least logic would prevail that this is an individual. This is not the MVP. This is not the MVP. This rookie of the year doesn't have any weight bearing the voting should not have such weight bearing mm-hmm. on the on the result or that the result that the win loss shouldn't have you know what I'm trying to say. Win loss shouldn't have bear as much weight mm-hmm. on the decision making compared to an MVP. Chet is fantastic. Chet is gonna be a multi time all star. It's not a commentary on what he can or he can't do. But Victor is just so elite right now. Any other year Chet Holmgren is your rookie of the year. That's right. not gonna. That's not gonna be this year. The things Victor's doing right now. I know that team is terrible. Mm-hmm. I understand that. I I know that Oklahoma City team is fantastic right now. I understand that. It's an individualistic award. There's there's very in my mind the argument of Chet having SGA, the top mm-hmm. ten talent, is very much. About if you're gonna if you're gonna make the the seven and how whatever the Spurs record now is mm-hmm. seven and million if you're gonna make the record of a valid argument against Wemby I think you have to make the argument which I don't necessarily agree I don't necessarily agree with either but mm-hmm. the valid argument that SGA is playing that much of an impact on Holmgren's line too and his and in his growth which he is but. Of course, but I, I don't. I think logic ultimately prevails, and yeah, I think Victor wins. Yeah, I, I think it's Victor's. Um, he has not won the Rookie of the Month award. Uh, the, I think the next one is coming out soon, so I'm going to be more shocked if he doesn't win it this one. But even then, uh, you know, skill set wise, and if they keep it to an individual award, which it is, then Victor wins. But you, you do. I mean, I, I got a good glimpse of what maybe some Spurs fans are complaining about as how the national media is still picking Chet just a couple of days ago. I think last week, Thursday, Friday, uh, you know, Stephen A. Smith was saying, you know, his pick is still Chet because Chet is impacting the thunder and is his performance as a rookie is leading them to the number one pick. I mean, the number one spot in the West along with right. the rest of the group. So there's still that thing of, yeah, it's individual, it, yeah. but they look at the team. You know, but if you just stick to the individual numbers record side, it's victors. You have you have to, and that's yeah. not me saying that. This this is me saying it from an unbiased, an unbiased lens here, separating from the Spurs label umbrella that we're talking under right now. Mm-hmm. It, you can't if if Chet Holmgren, I, I, in my mind, if you flip it here, you put Chet Holmgren on this team right now instead of Victor mm-hmm. Wembanyama. Are they better than infinitely better than seven and thirty-one? Infinitely better? No. Yeah. No, they're right around the same thing. Yeah. 
if Victor's putting the putting up the same line on mm-hmm. on, on the Thunder, on the Thunder, yeah. you know they're all awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't understand how the logic. There's just too much surrounding Chet right now. That while he is good and he has been impacting it, Chet's yeah. not the Chet's not the guy. The reason that team is the best team in the Western Conference right now, he's just not. Right. Yeah. He's not. He's, it's he's SGA. Part of it. Chet, he's, Chet is part of it. Yeah. 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 Chet's exactly. part of it. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Next comment comes from that guy Joe thirty six forty nine. This is about Devin Vassell. He says Vassell really does need to be more aggressive attacking the rim but maybe he doesn't feel confident because of the turnovers, question mark. He does have a handle, but I think it had he has real room for improvement, which could help in his driving and shot creation. Now, he's bringing this up, Casey, because last week uh, we did an episode on spotlighting Vassell, and it has he really progressed? And mm-hmm. it was kind of 50-50, like, yes, he has, but then no, he hasn't, and you know, but yes, he has, but and then there's this, his inconsistency, his, you know, inability to sometimes blend in with other players. So, and by the way, thank you, uh, that guy, Joe3649, for the comment here. Uh, what do you think about what uh, big uh, that guy, Joe, had to say? Very upbeat, cheery dude. Yeah, always, always. upbeat. Never yeah. gives the guy, never gives the vibe of a guy who, yeah, you know, rides too high or, too mm-hmm. low, just a pretty level-headed, neutral guy. My thing, my thing with him, uh, I know the shot selection drives people crazy. It drives people nuts, and admittedly, you, know, you mm-hmm. watch it and you're like, "What?" There are too many times where you're just yeah. like, where you're just head in hand, saying, "Dude, what are you doing?" But there are times yeah. where he's shown that you're like, "Oh, it's actually a decent bad shot maker here." My mm-hmm. My issue is just the consistency. For me, yeah. That's and for, me. for for me, that's the more pressing concern as opposed to the shot selection because there are a lot of players in this league who have terrible shot selection but can still impact the game immensely and be a very good player on this team with their poor shot selection, what they do. And mm-hmm. more more often than not, when Devin Vassell steps off the floor at the end of the day, you're saying, hey, he's had you are you're in this game because of Devin Vassell as opposed to you are out of this game because mm-hmm. of Devin Vassell. My thing is is that the out of the games because of Devin Vassell, they, they, that's the concerning part was that if this team is going to go anywhere of note and he's going to be a part of it, mm-hmm. that's the thing in my mind that needs to change. Because they won't win at a consistent level, even average level. Of course, they're not not a a level right now, period. But at an average level, if he's playing as inconsistent as he is right now, when he's on, I mean, he's kind of like he's kind of like a dialed down, not as dramatic version of J.R. Smith. Mm -hmm. You know, like. It, it, with Jr. When Jr. was cooking, man, and the same thing with Devin Vassell, when he's like really got his stroke going and that basket's looking like the ocean, I mean, you're putting that in the conversation with anybody. The only problem is you're getting those games, what two, three of those a year now. When if yeah. this team really needs to take that next step, 
Yeah. And the good news is, is that in the last string of games heading into last week's game versus uh, the Blazers, you know, he's had double figure scoring. So, yay, there's that, you know, so he's getting that. Now, for me, it's just a free throw attempts. You know, I would love to see him being a lot, a lot more aggressive getting to the rim. And I think he could pick up some uh, quick, easy fouls in that department. And of course, it'll open up the rest of his game. Well, uh, that's another thing too. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're getting to the line to put a couple more points on the board, like you're saying, and getting a couple yeah. of those easier shots, you're getting you're getting your confidence back earlier, and that other start stuff comes into play a little bit. It's a lot better to feel, you know, feel you feel a lot better about yourself if you're starting the game three of eight from the field as opposed to one of eight from the field. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I do agree with that sense with you too. Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. Some fan comments left on the Lockdown Spurs uh, YouTube page. So go there right now, subscribe, and leave your comments, and maybe we'll read your comment on a future episode of Lockdown Spurs. Casey, what is going on in your neck of the woods on the Ken's 5 Sports Desk? Oh, what's going on? Let me think. Cowboys, right? Oh, sorry. Too soon? Too soon? <laughs> not, not them. <laughs> not the Cowboys. I'll tell you that much. Hey, we thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Free and available wherever you get podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Pick Up Live, Ken's 5 Plus app. Can't forget that. And much, much more. Lockdown, Sp- Lockdown Sports, I should say, has a new 24 7 streaming channel on YouTube. So it's all the local shows, all the national, regional shows from MLB to NFL to NBA, all there 24 7 live streaming only on youtube go subscribe lockdown sports today casey it's been a pleasure as always likewise go work on that or actually i say don't work on that dad bod don't get the dad bod no yeah Yeah. no yeah don't do that we'll be back tomorrow and i believe we're gonna have mike taylor of the mike taylor show joining us and we're talking all things silver and black so for casey Vieira, i am jeff garcia we're gonna put a lock on this episode of lockdown spurs